Blog Talk Radio. The potential for greatness lives within each of us. I dare. I dare is an acronym for integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Home for personal growth, empowerment, safety awareness, disaster preparedness, leadership, and education. Thanks for joining us at Idea Radio on Blog Talk Radio, heard worldwide by over one million listeners, with your lovely host, Nikki Dare. Nikki Dare is the founder of Idare, a registered nonprofit 501c3, organized and operated exclusively for charitable and education purposes. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose and live your best life by unearthing your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Nikki Dare is the published author of The Audacity of Veracity, a columnist on Women in the Field on California's outdoor fishing and hunting of Western Outdoor News. Ms. Dare is a certified firearms instructor in rifle, shotgun, and handgun, RSO range safety officer, a CERT Community Emergency Response Team Member, FEMA, Women's Advocate, Leadership and Mentoring, Philanthropist, President of NAPW, and is passionate for the safety, survival, and the outdoors. Living in purpose and passion. And now, here's your host, Nikki Dare. Turn around, don't drown, or TAD, T-A-D-D is NOAA's flood safety slogan. It is a matter of when, not if, natural disasters such as earthquake, tsunami, storm, fire, and flood. There are actions to be taken before, during, and after an event that are unique to each hazard. Learn to identify these hazards that have happened or could happen in your area and plan for the unique actions for each as accordingly. Earthquake, tsunami, fire, flood, map zones are all available in your local area and uh, as well as local city or county resources. Learn about these hazards. What to do when disaster strikes when you least expect it. It is a mere fact that in the past several years, we have experienced a record number of disasters and emergencies, whether it is natural disasters or man-made threats. And unfortunately, the trend continues to increase. Hi, everyone. I am Nikki Dare, your host of IDARE Radio, home for safety awareness, disaster and emergency preparedness, outdoor survival, empowerment, personal growth, leadership, and education. Let's keep it here for the next 30 minutes topic which I am so deeply passionate to discuss and share with you all. Disaster preparedness, safety education, improving public awareness for National Flood Safety Awareness Week. Yes, it is this week. Uh, FEMA Region 9, which is California here, and uh, throughout the na- uh, nationwide, basically, National Flood Safety Awareness Week. In our continued effort to educate public and collaborate resources at FEMA and other emergency agencies, we are participating in the flood safety awareness uh, So this week for Region 9. Our goal is to promote disaster risk reduction and build resilient communities, homes, and as well as businesses. All right, before I move on, I want to just, um, you know, bullet point this key, uh, key things. There are key, uh, 
There are three key things for basic preparedness to any potential emergencies. Um, and then I think by this time you all should, uh, you know, grab a piece of paper and make a note. All right. So I suggest that. Uh, there are a lot of valuable information out here and also tips that you might want to jot down. Okay. Three key things for basic preparedness to any potential emergencies, and I think I mentioned this before, but I'd love to just repeat this over and over again so it's almost like a, uh, a memory muscle or something like that, right? So key things to basic preparedness to any potential emergencies. The first thing that you need to get an emergency supply kit, and then the second thing that make a family emergency plan, evacuation, basically your family evacuation plan, and simulate this with your family members, obviously. And then the third one, no different types of these emergencies that could occur and, you know, act on uh, upon appropriate responses accordingly. All right. So uh, they're all in my website, obviously, on this one. Um, and also, if you have been listening to my podcast, I've been really uh, pointing this out over and over again. So please, for those of you who have joined us, uh, welcome. And these are uh, we're talking, discussing about disaster preparedness, and then jot down, grab a piece of paper, jot down, and uh, all of these important and valuable tips and, and uh, notes, all right? Okay, moving on. We are discussing about flood safety preparedness. Flooding is dangerous and costly, killing nearly 100 people and causing an average of $8 billion in property damage in the United States each year. Um, I got this quote uh, from credible uh, resources from Dr. Louis Isolini, director of NOAA's National Weather Service. So, I, uh, you know, we don't... <laughs> We don't take this lightly. It is a very important thing. And uh, if you don't know what I'm saying, NOAA, NOAA is an acronym for National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. A uh, little background of them is an American scientific agency here within the U.S., Department of Commerce, focused on conditions in oceans and atmosphere. And believe it or not, it was founded by Richard Nixon back in the 1970s. All right, moving on. The agency's goal is to improve understanding about flood risk about, uh, among us, individuals, people, families, business, and communities. Knowledge and the right precaution can protect, um, obviously, obviously, families, homes, and our money, our finances. You know, uh, If you're a business owner, you should pay attention, serious attention about these natural disasters that might strike at any time if you're not paying attention to the weather and all of the um, around, around, around that resources. All right, so it is within our hands, you know, now, now that we um, have capabilities and technology findings and, you know, digital stuff, I call it stuff, um, it is around it with us and it's just a, it's a, you know, you just go to the internet and uh, research these things. And Weather Channel also, that's where I gather, like I said, NOAA as well, and there's a very extremely credible. Internationally also, you guys, um, I, I have all of this information in my idealworld.com as well website. Um, it's very, very seriously important, and it's very essential that we all know as an individual, um, you know, about these extreme changes uh, in weather around the globe. Uh, it is very important these days. All right, so moving on. These extreme changes in weather around the globe, El Nino is always on the table to blame, uh, you know, in the past decades here. El Nino and La Nina. 
uh, La Nina is El Nino Southern Oscillation, and I'll get back with that in a more, um, a little bit more elaboration. Uh, I'm not here to talk about the weather in details, but you know, just uh, basically flood week and then how to prepare ourselves during the flood and what have you not. All right, so through El Nino is underway, and you're still expected to continue. And then we all said, yeah, El Nino. I started talking about this last year. Uh, El Nino is here, you guys, and then you know it's going to hit us hard and slam in a lot of areas uh, in the continent of the United States, and then it did. Um, and I'll. I'll cover some of, some of those things, some of the events and incidents as well. Uh, but then it still continue and expected to continue on. Uh, unfortunately, we still have, um, you know, we're still seeing some of these things and still residents of it. El Nino and La Nina are the warm and cool faces of recurring climate patterns across the tropical uh, Pacific. And the El Nino Southern Oscillation, or we, we call it as El Enso for short, E-N. SO, El Nino Southern Oscillation, um, is a pattern that can shift back and forth irregularly for every two to seven years. Uh, These this bad boys and bad girls are really here to stay, I guess. <laughs> and each phase triggers predictable disruptions of temperatures, precipitations, and the winds, and the winds also. These changes disrupt the large-scale air movements in the tropics. Uh, triggering a cascade of global side effects. You know, I talk about this, and I'm very passionate about this because this is where I came from in the in the uh, Indian Ocean, uh, the other side of the globe, Indonesia, which is uh, located nicely on the equator and the Pacific Rim, the Ring of Fire, and then that's where the uh, earthquake, tsunami, the plates of the globe around the world here and the world, the Earth moves when it does move, oh my goodness, you know, tsunami strikes, earthquake, tsunami, and, and then it just changes all of this good stuff, you know, the party started, you know, everybody joins in. Um, so El Nino La Nina loves to join in the party. All right, let's take a look at how this El Nino La Nina had impacted around the globe. I love to cover this. Latin American, Caribbean, for example, Paraguay, Argentina, Brazil, or Uruguay, uh, flooding displaces 150,000 people uh, just last year. They have been driven from their homes. These people, unfortunately, <clears throat> if you look at the news last year, some of them are the worst flooding in years caused by El Nino. Um, streets and homes have been completely submerged in the city of Concordia in Argentina. More than 150,000, like I said, people in Paraguay, um, Brazil, uh, Argentina. Uh, Uruguay also have been driven from their home for some of the worst flooding in so many years, decades perhaps. Um, in Paraguay, the most affected country, um, the president himself, Cartes, declared a state of emergency last year, freeing um, about 3.5 million, I believe, in relief funds. Uh, I got all these resources back in the uh, last year's when when this had happened. Heavy summer rains have caused rivers to swell across a vast area. And river the rivers excuse me, in that area were swelling, um, causing people it's just, you know, the the worst flooding in decades. Tens of thousands of people in that area in Paraguay have been sleeping in temporary shelters. I could ever imagine, you know, tens of thousands of people. You imagine that? And then, you know, these are the countries that unfortunately um, maybe in some parts of those areas don't have the uh, the proper infrastructures, let's say, the buildings, and, um, you know, they're not 
maybe some of the uh, outside the uh, uh, the area, some of the cities outside those lines um, of the county lines, they don't have the emergency alerts and what have you not. You know, you can imagine this. Nearly 200 electricity pylons have been damaged, destroyed by strong winds, and um, they, according to them, for people who were killed in the country by just fallen trees. And, and this is just tragic, horribly tragic. In northern Argentina, some about, what, 20,000 people have been evacuated. Flooding in northeastern Argentina is the worst to hit the region in five decades. It is all due to weather stronger than the usual of El Nino phenomenon. All right, for those of you who had joined in, Idea Radio is here. I am the host with Nikki Dare. We are discussing disaster preparedness, promoting disaster risk reduction with topic of flood safety, uh, flood safety awareness. And so keep it here, you guys, for the next few more minutes for such immense valuable information. We are sharing as we are going around the globe with this El Nino, La Nina phenomenon uh, in regards to flood safety awareness. All right, back to homeland. Recently, post-Christmas, also last year, storm slammed central U.S. with flooding severe weather and snow. You know, snow, of course, you know, crumbling in into, into water and then uh, causing flood in so many areas. The rain will be enough to cause widespread flash and urban flooding. Motorists, uh, as we all saw uh, last year, are reminded to never drive through a flooded road uh, to avoid facing potentially deadly situation. Why is that? It's because, you know, they do not know the depth of this uh, water, of this flood. And that's the reason why Noah had uh, had picked that, uh, selected the, uh, the slogan, safety slogan, turn around. You know, the tad, turn around, don't drown. Tad, remember that when it, when it comes to flood. The area most at risk for major life-threatening flooding stretches from along the border of Oklahoma and Arkansas to central Missouri. Uh, Missouri. Residents should prepare for possible evacuation. They did. Roads to become impassable and then cannot be, and then bridges to become washed out. Uh, erosion, erosive, and everything. Some rivers, including the Arkansas River, expected um, and were swelling in major flood stage, more threatened to lower plains to Mississippi Valley. All right, pausing for a little bit here. We are talking about flood, flood safety awareness here this week and uh, disaster preparedness, how to prepare ourselves during the flood. In addition, winter storm Jonas was a record coastal flooding strike. East Coast, particularly in New Jersey, winter storm Jonas. Uh, and more to the other side of the globe, are still, we're still moving on. Persistent droughts heighten risk of floods in southern Africa. All of this is just magnified, you know. There are more to come with the rainy weather across the globe. A weakening El Nino, obviously, we talked about it. El Nino, La Nina still continues on. Tropical Pacific sea surface uh, temperatures still at, at a warmer than average, but still subsurface temperature, Nino heat, uh, heat source. Declined sharply, but we're still seeing these things, you know, the phenomena of El Nino. So uh, what are we talking about? Just you know, keep ourselves to be more prepared. Um, and we, we talk about this, or, um, have been talking about this, you know, for a number of years. 
and it's just uh, getting worse and worse, the weather. It's something that we cannot avoid, Mother Nature strikes. So we talk about Pacific, of, of course, and Indian Ocean, Pacific Rim, the tropical rainfall across the Pacific remain disrupted, uh, suppressed over Indonesia. Why? It's because Indonesia lies on the uh, equator, enhanced so farther east. Now, transition to Enso neutral, Enso we call it the, uh, the El Nino, the La Nina, uh, southern oscillation. Neutral is likely by early summer 2016, with a close to 50% chance for La Nina. Yay, to develop by fall. <laughs> La Nina always to just join in with El Nino. Each year, unfortunately, more deaths occur to due to flooding than from any other thunderstorm-related hazard. Uh, so the, the turnaround, don't drown campaign really, really stands out, you guys. Whether you are driving or walking, if you come to a flooded road, please, please don't go move forward. Please do turn around. Don't drown. Use that. Use that tip. You will not know the depth of the water uh, ahead of you here, in front of you here. The best thing to do not to go forward. Follow the safety tip. All right. Floods are the most common hazard in the United States. Yeah, we're back here at Homeland again. However, not all floods are alike. Floods typically occur when too much rain falls or snow melts too quickly. We talk about the storm, uh, the snowstorms. Chunks of ice from a thawing river can block, block uh, the normal flow and force water out of its banks. A very common sense out of this. Well, some floods develop slowly, flash flood develops suddenly. So, you know, be smart. Use your common sense, obviously, on this. Hurricanes can bring flooding also to areas far inland from where the first hit the coast. Um, we witnessed this two years ago, I think, uh, from Hurricane Irene, from the devastating impacts the Hurricane Irene brought in. Uh, I think it was a couple of years, I'm sorry, it was a few years ago, back in 2000, what is it, 2011? Uh, and then also tro Tropical Storm Lee and Hurricane Sandy. Uh, Hurricane Sandy, goodness, Hurricane Sandy was the deadliest, most destructive hurricane of the 2012 Atlantic hurricane season, making it the second costliest hurricane in United States history. Now, uh, we all know this. I, I, I think it was like, you know, we call the Superstorm Sandy. Uh, it happened in, back in 2012. Uh, the fatalities of this, uh, I believe, was, uh, hang on a minute, record of 285, the fatalities. I got this from the uh, credible source of Wikipedia. And I think it clocked in um, at, a, at a highest wind speed of 115 miles per hour. Uh, goodness, that was like a Category 3 hurricane. And affected areas, United States, obviously. It hits also Bermuda, Bahamas, Eastern Canada, Eastern United States. But, you know, all the way to the East Coast, around that side, where the West Coast here. Uh, we, we, we have our... our um, our joys also out here with the different kind of natural disasters. But Hurricane Sandy was a superstorm, and it makes it made it the deadliest and most destructive hurricane of the 2012 Atlantic hurricane season. Uh, developed into tropical storm in the Caribbean uh, back in 2012, and then it made landfall near Kingston, Jamaica, with winds of 80 miles per hour. Uh, it did clock in at 100. And what, did, what did I say? 150 miles per hour, I believe. 
All right, folks, there are simple steps that we as citizens, as smart human beings, you know, can take today to reduce this risk to all types of whether it is a hurricane that caused flood, whether it is earthquake, uh, you know, tsunami, fire. Let's go back to flood now. But the, since we're on the flood safety uh, topic and flood safety awareness week, now this week obviously is an excellent time for us people and communities to learn about their flood risk and implement, you know, precautions to mitigate the threat to life and property. Floods, like I said, can cause serious damage to your homes and also businesses and, you know, making it uh, financial, you know, damages and everything like that. They can happen at any time, anywhere across our region. Um, I've already taken you around the globe and talk about, you know, how the Latin America, the South America, uh, including Indonesia and then also Jamaica and then just like Caribbean and everything like that. Across our region also here at Homeland, which means that we all need to be prepared. No excuse. We all need to be prepared. And I've already covered uh, three key things for basic preparedness to any potential emergencies. Having a flood insurance policy for your home and your business and or your business is just one way to prepare. I know uh, when I did my tsunami uh, a month ago, when I asked uh, folks, you know, how they prepare themselves at homeland, at home, at their home, at their uh, with their family, they said insurance. Insurance itself is not going to. It's not going to wing it. It's not going to take care of it all. Uh, I think it's one of the things that, you know, having a flood insurance policy for your home and also your business and both, uh, it's just one of the ways to prepare. There are also simple steps you can take now to be more well-rounded, well-prepared for flooding, such as, like I said, developing a family evacuation, family emergency plan, having an emergency supply kit ready to go, learning about your flood risk in your area, get those map zones from your county, get your map zone from FEMA, get your map zone from your uh, uh, city, uh, city hall. And they're all available out there, uh, especially in the coastal areas. I mean, you go to your to your city, uh, they have it. You go to any, any uh, state, uh, readiness to have it, uh, you know, all of these are available for you all to just, you know, learn how to better protect yourself. And then this is causing damages, not just your homes, but also your businesses. Learn these things at the full range of flood risk products for your community. The FEMA also has this called FEMA Flood Map Service Center, MSC. is the official public source for flood hazard information produced in support of the NFIP, National Flood Insurance Program. Again, NFIP, National Flood Insurance Program. Use these resources. Use the MSC to find your official flood map, access a range to other flood hazard products, take advantage of the tools or you know, to for you better, better yourself to be more prepared, better understanding flood risk. So, all right, you guys. Uh, so, how can we prepare ourselves to reduce flood losses by planning ahead? Planning ahead is always important. You know, staying abreast of weather forecasts. I always do this. You know, and heeding the warnings. You know. What I mean by uh, staying abreast of weather forecasts, and I said it earlier, also on on, on top of this. Um, uh, podcast broadcast 
early on, um, you know, like I said, for example, like myself, I go out boating, fishing and everything. You know, what do I do the night before, a couple of days before, even one week before, you know, I I uh, forecast myself, you know, the, the, the plan, you know, my plan, you know, what I'm going to do. It's It's the best thing to do. I mean, you know, it's a very smart thing to do. One week before that, I look at the Weather Channel and I, uh, you know, plan accordingly. So, you know, what's going to happen in five, five days, seven days? Uh, you look at yourself way advanced, you know, way ahead uh, of the game itself. And then as the day time closer, you know, you mo- you you plan backwards, obviously, right? And you you see, okay, weather changes in a couple of days, weather changes in a one day. And then so you say, okay, well, it's going to win, it's going to hit about 15, 20, maybe it's not time to go fishing, boating, and everything like this. You prepare yourself. That's all I'm saying. Stay abreast of weather forecast. Uh, if you're a fisherman, a diver, outdoor person, you know what I'm saying. I mean, deeply I'm, I'm letting you guys know uh, you don't have to go boating. You don't have to go fishing. You don't have to go outdoors and everything. You just need to prepare yourself for the weather, um, you know, that's ahead of you. You know, whether it's going to be storm in the East Coast, whether it's going to be snow in the East Coast, whether it's going to be fire here, uh, tune into the news. You know, okay, the news so much for the news these days, right? Just like myself. But, yeah, Weather Channel is always your best friend. This day especially. All right? So basic steps to prepare for these natural disasters, including flood. Learn about your community's emergency plans. The warning alerts, the warning signals, evacuation routes. Learn these routes. What are your options to evacuate? How to evacuate yourself, your family members, your pets, your animals also. If you live out there in the ranch areas, in uh, in the more secluded areas, out in the mountains, out in the ranch properties and everything, more space that you have to deal with. Uh, more distances that you have to uh, to deal with rather than inland rather than the cities uh, you know where we are where we live here uh, there are shorter distance to evacuate so learn these evacuation routes you guys and locations of these emergency shelters those are the important keys out here those are the most important keys in any anything uh, that's in regards to natural disasters including flood Remember the safety slogan, TAD, T-A-D-D, turn around, don't drown. It is important to remember this. You know what? If you have been following my uh, my podcast or broadcast here on disaster preparedness, there are some, each unique disaster, natural disaster has its each unique safety slogan. So, you know, I'm going to pop quiz you on that one. <laughs> All right. Okay, guys, I think it looks like I'm running out of time as always. Oh, goodness, it's already been um, over my time now. I'm leaving you with this quote now, which I always address in my safety workshops. All right. So you have to learn how to protect and prepare yourself. But it is better to avoid getting yourself in those situations. That is Nikki Dare. This is always your best friend. Okay, guys, got to go. See you all next time. In the meantime, please do stay vigilant. Watch your six as well as your nine, 12, and three. Maintain your 360-degree mindset because our world is not linear. All right, guys, got to go. In the meantime, stay vigilant. Stay safe. This is Nikki Dare. God bless. 
You've been listening to IDARE Radio with your host, Nikki Dare, the founder of IDARE Integrity, Diversity, Adaptation, Resilience, and Empowerment. Nikki Dare offers firearms training in basic handgun, rifle, and shotgun to family safety home invasion. Group and private classes are available. Please email her at education at NikkiDare.com. For details on Nikki Dare's hiking, yoga, and her other outdoor passion and fitness adventures, please visit her website for upcoming schedules at www.nikkidare.com. Ask Nikki Dare on her community forum, nikkidare.freeforums.net. Follow her on LinkedIn and social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, or to simply watch tutorial videos, subscribe to her YouTube channel, Nikki Dare. Her books and calendars, Living in Purpose and Passion, as well as exclusive editions of Firearm Safety, are all available on her website, NikkiDare.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. For more details and opportunities for sponsorship, please email education at NikkiDare.com. Join her next time, living in purpose and passion. Nikki Dare.